brought us to a stop sign at the town square, and just as I caught my breath at the county courthouse rising in front of us like a Disney castle, my son smacked his sister once again in the head with his wand, and when she shrieked I hit the brakes and turned full around to face them. Quit it, I said, giving them my sternest look. The next time I have to say it, I'm throwing the wands out the window. They bowed their heads a little and held still. Got it? I asked, and they both nodded. Just as I was turning back around, I heard a man on the sidewalk shout, Hey, watch out! I looked up, but it wasn't me he was calling to. It was someone in the crosswalk in front of us. And at the same moment I realized that, I also realized my car was not exactly stopped. Turning all the way around in my seat had eased my foot off the brake, and we were rolling forward. I stamped my foot back down in time to see a girl standing in the crosswalk directly in front of my car. She had turned her head at the shout too and thrown her hands out toward the hood as if they could protect her, just as we lurched to a stop, tires squeaking, less than two inches from her knees. She looked straight through my windshield and we locked eyes for longer than I'd ever held a gaze before. I threw the transmission into park but before I was even out of the car, the man who had shouted at us appeared in the crosswalk and grabbed the girl by the shoulders. And that's all I saw as I leapt from the driver's seat and arrived beside them, her dazed face and a white-haired guy with a mermaid tattoo on his forearm. The tattoo guy was shouting, Jesus, sunshine, watch where you're going. She waved him away. I'm okay, she said. I'm fine. Then he turned to me. You almost killed her. I was out of breath. I'm sorry, I thought my brakes were on. My kids were fighting. I've been up since five. Killed by a minivan, this girl's sunshine said as if she were reading a headline. That's not how I'd prefer to go. No, I said, of course not. Killed by an ice cream truck, maybe. She shrugged as if that suggestion were less bad or killed by a jet ski. She looked down at the stripes on the pavement, maybe a paragliding accident. My kids were back at it in the car as if nothing had happened. I could sense the wands in motion and hear squeals. Cars were lining up behind me. I was just about to excuse myself when she snapped her fingers, met my eyes, and pointed right at me. Shark attack, she said. It felt odd to brainstorm the best headline for this girl's death, but it also seemed rude to deny her anything she wanted, so I faked it. Yes. Then I nodded. So much better than a minivan. She could tell I was faking, though. She let her hand drop and stuffed it in her pocket. I'm so sorry, I said again. Don't worry about it, she said. That's when I realized the tattooed guy was studying me. Are you who I think you are? He asked. Um, I said, who do you think I am? Are you Jeannie's niece? It was so odd for him to know that, and I had never in my life heard my aunt called Jeannie, much less with such affection. But he had me. Yes, I said, that's me. And then he did the strangest thing. He stepped over and hugged me, tight, a big, hey-howdy Texas hug.
Welcome to Atwater, he said when he finally let go. I wasn't quite sure what to say. Sunshine was turning to leave. We'd been in the road too long. Just at that moment, the driver of the truck behind us got tired of waiting. He leaned on the horn. The sound startled us all, and something about it woke Sunshine up. She turned back and seemed to see me for the first time, seemed almost to recognize me even. She stepped back in my direction, took my hand for a second, and ran her eyes over my face. That husband you lost? She said, out of nowhere. I can find him for you. That husband I lost. The day I lost him, we'd had a fight. I had dreamed he was cheating on me with, and I'm not kidding here, a trapeze artist from the circus. In the dream, I caught them having coffee at...